Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Visit the Vendor Process Training Center to enroll in your choice of 55 plus training sessions that will help you and your team avoid fraud, compliance fines, and bad vendor data. Or just sign up to get access to Vendor Process FAQs and to attend weekly drop-in live Q&A sessions. Visit training.deborahrrichardson.com today. The link will be in the show notes. Scam alerts in LinkedIn. Are we really surprised anymore? Here is a list today that I'm going to go over of 11 that I found and posted. And you can also hear about the three security features that LinkedIn has just rolled out that may help with the fake profiles that perpetrate these scams. Keep listening. Welcome to episode 211, 11 scam alerts on LinkedIn and counting and what LinkedIn is doing about it. So if you've been listening to my podcast episodes, you know that I post new scam alerts and I talk about them sometimes, but I post new scam alerts on my website and I'll put a link to the page so you can sign up and subscribe to be alerted when I post them if you like. Uh, But in any event, I have been doing this probably since the pandemic and ever since, you know, March of 2020. I've been posting those pretty regular, regularly. It's been two to three per week and possibly even more. And what I do with my vendor process team training pass members uh, is I will go over all of the new scam alerts and how to combat them every month when I talk about new scam alerts and frauds, and that's part of a training session. And by the way, those training sessions are now, you can purchase those individually. You don't have to be part of the training pass. So if you're interested in, you know, just keeping up with new frauds and new scam alerts and and how to combat them, uh, check out my training site. I'll have a link in the uh, show notes. But in any event, I always post these new scam alerts and I just went on it. Uh, Actually, I did it this past summer because I was creating a training session, but I just typed in the word LinkedIn uh, back then and I did it again now. And now I am up to 11 scam alerts that I have posted. And then actually it's 10. And then it's another one that I saw from the FBI. And I might've posted that one too. But in any event, I have 11 that I'd like to go over that I think might help you so that you can avoid scams on LinkedIn. 
And then when I'm done with that, I'll talk about what LinkedIn is doing. They rolled out three new security features. And so we'll talk about what they're doing to avoid fake profiles that are perpetrating these scams. Now, with these new scam alerts, note that I summarize, like I find the new scam alerts. Uh, I either go to specific resources or the I'm signed up to get alerts for them. So they're always from someone uh, from another resource. So this first one is from techradar.com and TechRadar reported that the UK's security agency indicated that at least 10,000 citizens were approached by state-sponsored threat actors using fake profiles on LinkedIn. And according to uh, that security agency, they targeted uh, staff in government departments and at major businesses. And then once they connected with those folks on LinkedIn, the scammers tried to bait the individuals by offering speaking or business opportunities before attempting to recruit them to pass on confidential information. All right, so that's one. The second one is uh, the fact that, and maybe I should have made this one first, but this is kind of very general, but uh, the new scam alert or the scam alert indicated that almost all of LinkedIn's user data has been scraped and is up for sale on the dark web. So no before reported that 700 million LinkedIn users' uh, personal details were posted for sale. Um, and that's 92% of their user base. So that means your information, my information, you know, your information if you're on LinkedIn, but I definitely am. So my information was most likely included in that uh, attack or in that scrape of data. And so I always like to say, right, that there is really no privacy anymore. Our information is just out there and we need to take precautions so that if anyone tried to use it, they won't be able to. And speaking of using it, uh, that's one of the things that Know Before talked about was that a lot of the times these fraudsters will use some type of legitimate information. And remember, they have the email addresses, right, to make sure that when they send an email that's, let's say, asking you to change vendors' banking, they are sending it from a trusted email account or they're using information from these social media platforms, including LinkedIn, that makes that request seem legitimate. All right, so that was number two. Now, number three is cyber criminals can post jobs on LinkedIn posing as any employer they want. And I already knew that. And that's been going on. That gap has been going on for years because if you've tried to, you know, a, a apply for a position on LinkedIn and the company name is right there and it's a great brand and you love to work with them, but you turn around and you actually look at the logo and the logo is, is, is not the same. It's the logo of some recruiter or, uh, or agency, which is nothing wrong with that, but it's not exactly clear 
that you're not applying with that company until you uh, click through. And so I already knew that you could do that. And uh, you guys probably did too, because you've probably experienced it, but now the fraudsters are onto it. And so that whole lax verification around what company is offering a given job on LinkedIn, uh, know before also picked up on that, that Fosters are creating bogus job postings for uh, malicious purposes. And the bad part about it, like it's all bad, but the really bad part about it is they're targeting those companies that they want more information on. And so when the potential candidate clicks on the button or whatever it is, and they go to a site, lots of these job postings still have these employee or HR portals that you have to fill in all of your information on. And if they're targeting a specific company, now they have uh, lots of detailed information, which could include your your uh, uh, hierarchy, um, especially your next level up. So they're getting information from companies or from job candidates of those companies by having them fill out that fake, you know, job application or online application. All right, so we are only three in and we've already talked about fake profiles and fake jobs on LinkedIn. All right, so let's go to number four. Number four is uh, one employee's desire for a new job cost his employer $540 million. Now, I don't know if this is necessarily new or different from the last one, but it definitely does show what these frosters can do by posting those fake job, uh, those fake jobs. And so in this case, a fake job was posted on LinkedIn. Somehow they were able not only to get the candidate to go through their entire hiring process, which I don't know if it included a portal or not, but they sure got to him uh, and or her. I don't know if it said it was a him or her, but they sure got to the candidate. And not only that, they also went through a series of interviews with this uh, candidate. And the key is, though, is that they offered the position, said that they were going to send an offer letter with a generous salary, right? In- incentive to have the employee or candidate hurry up and open up whatever they're sending. But the catch is, is that they're sending that offer letter to their employer, current employer's uh, email. So they are sending it to that job candidate's current email at their employer. And so when the job candidate received it, the job candidate opened it. And of course, it was malware and it ended up costing the company $540 million. All right. The fifth one is the phishing attacks impersonating LinkedIn jumped 232% since February 1. Now, mind you, this was reported by SC Media February 16th. So from February 1st of 2022 to February 16th of 2022, it jumped 232%. And the reason that they're doing that, well, one, it works, but 
people are used to seeing, you know, those emails that you get from LinkedIn that talk about status. They talk about how many times you've been viewed. I don't know about you, but I just turned all of that off. Right. So if I get an email from LinkedIn, it is automatically either a red flag or my whole account is about to blow up or something. I don't need to see all those statuses. The one thing I did not turn off, and I don't even know if I can, is when people tag me. And if people tag me in a post, I tend to go on it and will comment, but maybe that needs to end. And most times when people tag you, in a post on LinkedIn is because they want you to come over and interact with it so that that post will then be shared with your network. Don't quite know if that needs to be done anymore because again, it just triggers an email and frosters know that. So, you know, they slip in those email or they slip in the emails uh, impersonating LinkedIn and they have a spoofed site that they want to take you to so that you end up in uh, inputting your credentials or the their point is to get you to input your credentials. And of course, when you do that, they hope that you're using those same credentials for your email and other platforms where they can get information to perpetrate fraud or get information to make a business email compromise email, for example, seem more legitimate. All right. This next one, number six. Yes. Number six is the shortened LinkedIn URL is used for phishing and not sure if you're aware, you probably are, but if you have a link to a URL and you're going to put that in the LinkedIn post. Uh, If it's more than 26 characters, and I don't know if 26 is right. I could have swore they do that for less than 26, but I could be wrong. But in any event, if it's, we definitely know if it's more than 26 characters, LinkedIn will shorten it. Well, scammers are taking advantage of that because if the link is shortened, then it's no way that you can take a look at the, uh, full link to see or to verify whether that link matches the potential destination. Now you can't always tell because they will hide things in very long links. And I will tell you, I am not good at trying to figure out what everything in that link is. But if it's supposed to be a link to, let's say the IRS and the IRS.gov is nowhere in right, that long link, then that might be something that I would notice. So they're using that shortened link because you can't even tell with that. All right. So this next one, number seven, this one was reported by Tom's guide and it is LinkedIn phishing scam tries to fool you with a fake document. And so I don't think that there is a LinkedIn private shared document Uh, feature. If it is, I've never used it, but the fraudster is trying to share a LinkedIn private share document with you. And if you do click on it, it's going to take you, of course, to a fake LinkedIn uh, page so that you can enter in your credentials and view that fake document. And we know what's going to happen when you enter in your credentials. All right. So number eight, This one is North Koreans steal LinkedIn resumes in crypto job search scam. So Bloomberg reported that scammers are pilfering language from LinkedIn and Indeed, the other 
job search platform. And they're targeting resumes with keywords on them like software development or cryptocurrency skills. And the point of that is they're trying to get remote work at cryptocurrency firms. And that really is to get inside and just be that insider threat. Frosters are always evolving. Not surprised that they latched on to some type of a fraudulent scam with remote work. All right, so that was number eight, and now we come up to number nine, and this one was very recent. It was Microsoft warns about phishing attacks by Russia-linked hackers, and here it indicated that the fraudsters would start off by creating fake personas on uh, LinkedIn. Then they would establish a connection with a potential victim. And if that worked, they would target those victims by sending them uh, a, a PDF via email and somehow it's connected to OneDrive. But in any event, it released uh, malware. And it did indicate that the fraudsters were targeting uh defense and intelligence consulting companies, non-governmental organizations, intergovernmental organizations, think tanks, and higher education uh, entities. And I know I have a lot of folks uh, that are either my subscribers or listeners that are in higher education. So I know I wanted to, to post that. All right. So the next one, number 10, this one was reported by Cyware Social and It's uh, called New LinkedIn Phishing Campaign Bypasses Google Protection. Wow. So the phishing campaign targeted 500 mailboxes of employees from a national travel organization, and it had the subject line, we noticed some unusual activity. Yeah, probably because they caused it. But it was two things about this email. The attackers misspelled LinkedIn and then the domain that they used for the spoofed LinkedIn page. Uh, if you go to whois.com slash whois, you can look and see when that domain was registered. And they're saying this domain was registered March 6th. So if you are, you know, using tools to try to spot those red flags or if you're suspicious and so you use tools that, that can tell you things like when that domain was created And that could be important because lots of times these spoofed sites that they're using to collect your uh, login credentials have recently been created for that specific campaign. And even though this was March and as of the reporting of this, it was October of the same year, it's still fairly recent. So the point of the article was to say, one, that, you know, these phishing emails are out there, but two... Uh, that it bypassed Google's email security to actually get into the inbox. The point I want to make with it is that LinkedIn continues to be one of the top impersonated brands that these fraudsters use. Okay, so that was number 10. And that brings us to 11. And probably I probably have more than that. 
But number 11 is the FBI. They warned of pig butchering cryptocurrency investment schemes. And this was just recent. It was last month, October 22, 2022. And pig butchering um, is a relatively new social engineering scams where fraudsters contact people. Uh, on social media, they build that trust. They have this long-term communication and then they use that, right, fabricated friendship or even a romantic partnership to get them to invest in, go to these phony platforms and invest in cryptocurrency. And so they may meet you on LinkedIn, curate that friendship, and then ask you to invest on another platform in cryptocurrency. And I wanted to make that one last because going off the platform, um, the fake profiles that everyone knows is on LinkedIn is part of what LinkedIn is trying to combat with their three new security features that I talked about earlier. So now that we've heard about all of the new scam alerts that I found, and I am sure there are more than that. Let's talk about what LinkedIn is doing. So they recently rolled out three new security features. The first one is they are now using AI to find those uh, profile pictures that were created with AI. Gotta love that. And I know that there are, you know, good uses for AI generated images, right? So if, you know, if you're a marketer, you don't have to use any one specific face. You can go to, I know there are a couple of sites out there that are pretty, pretty popular to create uh, a AI generated face, and then you can use that. But of course, the frosters are using it too, just for bad purposes. So they're using that to come up with these profile pictures. And so uh, LinkedIn is trying to combat, uh, combat these fake profiles by using AI to identify these fake profile pictures. So that's one. The second thing that they are doing is they have now added an about this profile uh, feature where if you go, you can go to your own LinkedIn profile and check it out. Um, click on more. It'll give you the drop down right at the bottom. It is an about this profile. And if you click on the about the profile, it'll tell you about the profile. So it'll tell you when the person join LinkedIn. It will tell you uh, if there is a verified phone number, a verified email address, the last time they updated their profile picture, the last time they updated their contact information. And so what they hope that that will do is it will deter fraudsters for, from creating these fake profiles because now we can see if they created their profile, you know, yesterday and now, you know, pretending to be someone else or pretending to be someone that has a long work history. Um, not quite sure why that has taken so long. Maybe it's something I'm not thinking of, but I think Facebook has been doing that since forever. I mean, I don't know. Um, but I now that they've put it in place, I'm surprised they haven't had it in place um, before. 
All right, so that's the second one, giving you some more information on that profile to help you determine if that profile on LinkedIn is fake or not. And then the third security feature is it works in the chat or the message area. So if you have a, uh, if you're communicating with someone in the message area or in the chat and they ask you to go off of the platform, which was one of the new scam alerts when you're talking about cryptocurrency. So in the chat, when they ask you to move off the platform, LinkedIn will show you a warning message. And they'll also give you a option to report that chat or message string and they'll, uh, and they let you know that they will not tell the sender. So it will be private. So they give you that option right in the chat area or in the message thread. All right. So those were the 11 scam alerts that I've reported on LinkedIn recently followed by three security features that LinkedIn has put into place to try to combat all of the fake profiles and scams on LinkedIn. I know on some of those scam alerts, I talked about who reported it. Some of them I didn't. So I am going to put a link to the my new scam alerts page that I reported most of these, that I reported these on. And you can type in LinkedIn in the search bar and they will all come up and you can get more details. And I also have a link to the original article. So you can go to the original article if you like as well. And if you want to review these new scam alerts, all the ones that I post for the month, again, the last Thursday of the month, I have a training uh, session where I go over all the new scam alerts and I talk about how you can uh, avoid those. So I will put a link to that training session uh, as well. Actually, I'll just put it to the training process center and then you can navigate to the live training and then pick whatever you want, including the new frauds and scam alerts. All right. So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 211th episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy. 